2014 ACB Conference and Convention Special Coverage by Main Menu for Part 5. In this part, we hear interviews from Abbasi, National Braille Press, Irie, Heidau, and Hadley School for the Blind, followed by Chase Chrisman, executive producer of Main Menu, with Jeff Bishop as they round up our coverage of the ACB 2014 Conference and Convention and do a little reviewing of some of the many interviews that we have had on during this coverage. We hope you get a lot out of the interviews and enjoy all of the productions. And we hope to see you on Main Menu you on our regular shows each Friday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern and throughout the day on Saturday on ACB Radio. Thanks again for listening. Listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to ACB Radio. My name is Jeff Bishop, and I'm here at the ABIC booth with John. Hey, John. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I am doing great. So I thought I'd stop by here and see what you guys got going on. Well, thank you, Jeff. My name is John Palmer. I'm representing ABIC, World Leaders in Reading Technology. Anything having to do with reading printed materials, we convert them into audio instantly on demand. So today's a new day. We're lovely to be here at the 53rd Annual Conference of the ACB, and we're exhibiting our iPal uh, award-winning iPal line of equipment. Yep. Our iPal Solo is a standalone, world's easiest to use reading machine. You simply place your reading material on the box, and the box reads it out loud. Oh, great. Okay, how big is it? It is 8.5 by 11 by 2 inches tall, roughly the size of a Yellow Pages book. Okay, and how much does it weigh? 3.7 pounds. Okay, and will it run on battery? No, but we do have a battery version of it, Ah. the iPal Roll. (laughs) Ah, see? See how those transitions are great. Yes, they are. As technology (laughs) progresses. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Great stuff. Okay. Yeah, uh, to elaborate on the battery feature, iPal Roll, it weighs 3.4 pounds okay. and has its integrated handle, much like a lunchbox. Right. Very lightweight and battery operated, of course, plug in as well. Okay, and how long will that last? Yes, the battery lasts, should last at least four up to five hours of continuous use. Continuous, okay. So that should definitely work throughout a school day. Yes, it should, yes. Yes, perfect, okay. Okay, and you can scan pretty much anything, right? That's correct. Textbooks, magazines, newspapers, glossy, colors, fonts, it can do all of them. Do you have a number of voices that it uses, or are you strictly using one specific human voice? Yes, no, we do have a variety of languages and voices that you can select from. Okay. With Australian accent, with British accent, 
Okay. All over Spanish, the map. English, etc. Yes. Okay. Are those uh, are those the nuanced voices or which voice is that? Yes. As a matter of fact, they are the okay. nuanced voices. Great. In, okay. In fact, I just did one uh, today in Turkish. Oh, very yes. good. Yeah, very good. Yes. yes. And do all of those come on the unit, or do you have to load them? We load them. There's no charge for that. They come automatically English and Spanish because those are the two main yeah, languages. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but if you said to me, I speak Italian, I speak French, I want to read in uh, German, then no problem. We can do it. Okay, that's great. And what are the prices of these products? Well, okay. The iPal Solo, which is the one that started it all in the term, Right, which is, is one, the non-portable version. Correct, $1,890. Okay. The iPal Roll, and uh, which is the battery portable version, is $2,190. Okay. And then the iPal Ace, which is... Oh, which we haven't even talked about no, that. that's true. That's right. It's just like the iPal Roll, but for low vision users, it allows them to see the screen. Mag oh, very good. Yes. Okay. And, and how much magnification does that to Okay, provide? about 1.5 inches tall. So uh, roughly 20x magnification okay. high end. Okay. Can you zoom in? Yes, you can. Okay. You can use it as a live video magnifier where you can zoom in and out. And as it magnifies the words, it wraps the words so that they're not falling off the screen. You know? Oh, great. Okay. So, right. So you're not reading half the word on one part of the screen and having to go back over to the left. Correct. Yeah. Perfect, right. Okay. And that iPal Ace comes in two varieties, with Wi-Fi and without Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. Or, well, 2440 or 2995 okay. with Wi-Fi. Now, how would the Wi-Fi work? It's interesting. What we found was users asked us for the ability to do email without their computer all, and without a keyboard. <laughs> so all they do is read into the unit, speak into the unit, I should say, and then emails that come their way are spoken to them. Oh, yeah, they just have to be in a hot spot. Okay, so does this support IMAP or, or what protocols? Yes, for all email? The protocols for auto detecting and Starbucks coffee or wherever you might be. Okay, so Gmail and Gmail, yes, yeah, Outlook.com sure. and whatever else. That's correct. Yes. yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Great. All right. And if you if listeners want to take advantage of the special that I'm offering during the convention. Oh, okay. What is I that? I think it's fair that you know it's sometimes a hardship to get out. Here. Sure. Um, five hundred dollars off. It's a big wow. Special. That's oh. great. Is that five hundred on all products? Yes. That's correct. Wow. That's that's yeah. great stuff. Yes, it is. Yes, okay. it is. Okay. And do they have to mention a special uh, code or word yes, or? They, they can. They can. All they need to do, if you don't mind, I can give them my direct line. Go right. Go right ahead. Yes. And okay. the website. Okay. Well, the website is www.abisee.com. Okay. And then, um, if they want to speak to me about pricing. You, they could call me, John Palmer, at 1-800-364-1610 regarding the special, or they could always call the factory, which is ABIC um, direct through the website, or 1-800-681-5909. But, okay. but calling me, I'll be able to honor the special. Uh, the All right. And is there a date that that uh, is cut off? Well, technically, it should be at uh, the end of convention Wednesday. So if this is not going to be broadcast... No, it won't be, no. All right, we'll make it for the end of the month. How's that? Is okay, that would be great. Oh, yeah, wonderful. Perfect. So that would be uh, July 31st. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay. All right, John. Well, well, thank you very, very much. This has been very intriguing. I appreciate your time, and uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. This is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu.
Hello everyone, this is Jeff Bishop again here at the ACB convention and I'm here at the National Braille Press booth speaking to Joanne. Hello Joanne. Good morning Jeff, thanks for coming by. Thank you very much. So what is new at National Braille Press? Well always technology, technology. We just published a book called Learn to Use the Mac with VoiceOver, a step-by-step -step guide for blind users for people who have been using the Mac and or people who are considering switching over. It's been very popular here so far at the conference. We also did a little update. As you know, the iOS systems on the iPhones are constantly changing. We did publish the Getting Started with the iPhone with iOS 7, so it was all up to date, and then they came out with 7.1. So we did a little reference card so that we're more up to date with that. That covers the iPod, the iPod Touch, and then of course the iPhone. And then um, there was a new book, and we talked a little bit about it with Judy at the iOS App Swap, all about taking pictures with your camera. Oh my goodness, that has been so popular. People just don't understand there's so many different apps and ways that you can use the camera. And Judy has done such a wonderful job thoroughly going through all the different ways that you can use it and how to become a great photographer, as well as use the apps in everyday life that you wouldn't even thought of. It's been really popular, and um, she really did a great job. Oh, it's fantastic. I bought it and read it cover to cover the first day. Terrific. <laughs> it was awesome. Terrific. Yeah, yeah, it's a great book. Now, you guys have a watch that you're uh, distributing, right? Well, we're not distributing it. Um, there was a, a group of MIT students, and I think, that came over to National Braille Press and asked us to kind of review the device and see what oh, we thought. Oh, okay. So we had a little relationship with these people. And they went ahead and um, did a Kickstarter campaign, hoping to raise maybe 40000 to get it up into production. They raised $600,000. Wow. And had so many pre-orders, it took them months just to get those orders That's filled. right. That's right. Yep. So they donated, very luckily for us, they donated a watch for us to have as a raffle item here at the conference. And there's been a lot of curiosity about it. So people have been dropping by and checking it out, and when they made a purchase, they plunked into the raffle. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, there's been a lot of people because people are saying you're selling it. Misinformation. <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting, isn't it? I didn't think you were selling it, but no. uh, I thought, wow, I better ask about that. No, that's very, that's fascinating. Stirred up a lot of interest. Yes, well, it's yes, really it's talk. Piece. There's lots of people talking about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's, and it's the Bradley timepiece, right? Correct. Yeah, Correct. yeah, that's been a, a hot, hot item on Twitter and all over the social uh, networks and stuff. People really have uh, loved getting their hands on that thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of early adopters on that one. That's great. Anything else new here at National Braille Press? Um, on the fun side, we've sold a few summer cocktail recipe books. Everyone's in their summer mode. And then we just published um, Healthy Frozen Meals, and it's the preparation directions and nutrition values for a lot of the healthy, quick-to-cook meals that you can um, pop in the microwave or the oven. Oh, that's we great. We have a steady stream of people that love to do our children's Braille books. Those are going along very well. Very good, very good. Well, how can people that are not here at the convention reach out and find out more from you guys? You can always give us a call at 800-548-7323. And then, of course, the web cart's always open at www.nvp.org. All right. Well, Joanne, thank you very, very much. And don't worry, the, the conference is almost over. You'll be able to rest your voice. <laughs> thank you, Jeff. <laughs> thank you very, very much.
You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. Hello everyone, this is Jeff Bishop here at the ACB Convention on the exhibit floor. And I'm here at Irie, and I'm speaking to Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hello, hello. Well, welcome. What's going on with you guys? What, what do you guys do? Well, Irie AT is a distributor of index braille printers. Um, we have an Everest D V4 that we are printing tactile graphics on. We also distribute a, a product called the Tactipad with tactile view software. And what that is is a drawing pad allows you to draw whatever you would like on the pad. It raises the uh, lines as you draw them so you get an instant graphic. Oh, great. The computer will capture that and then you're able to print it on an index embosser. Oh, great. Okay, so is it using pins for that tablet or how does that work? Um, it's just a regular stylus type pen, um, okay. but the pen has a digital sensor in it. Right. And it's connected to the computer via another sensor on the uh, pad. Okay. And so it's following your movements. Right. And then it raises on the tablet itself? Yeah, it's just a, a mylar type plasticky uh, type okay. paper. So like thermoform paper or something? It like. is very similar, yes. Okay, very good. And then can you erase that paper? You cannot, although um, there is some development on uh, an, an erasing type uh, pencil. Pencil or something, yeah. Yep, that is being developed by uh, another manufacturer, another uh, company. So, okay. Uh, the sheets are very easily uh, uh, removed and replaced, and you do get 50 to start with with the kit. Great. And then you just continue to buy the sheets from you. That is correct, yep. Okay, great. And nothing new, uh, you know, the, the Braille printers have been around for quite a while. Yeah, the V4 from uh, Index. Uh, Currently, we have the uh, Everest that we're printing from today, but we also have a basic that will do a tractor feed um, oh, type great. Uh, paper, and all the V4s are tactile graphic uh, ready. Oh, that's great. And what are the prices on those starting at now? Uh, the basic that does the tractor feed uh, will do um, 100 characters per second and do a 50 dots per inch for the... Uh, tactile Graphics is starting at $32.95. Oh, not bad. Uh, and that's got an Ethernet port as well as USB. Okay. And then the Everest that we have here uh, does cut sheet paper up to an 11 by 17. Uh, we'll also do the uh, Tactile Graphics uh, 50 dots per inch and 100 characters per second. The Everest will also do a book magazine type format automatically, putting a fold line in. Nice. Uh, and that sells for $41.95. Oh, very good. Okay. Great. Any other products here that you're showing off? Um, we're also uh, uh, distributing the Alva Comfort, which is a 40-cell refreshable Braille, Braille display. Braille display, of course. Yes. Yep. Very good. Um, and it's got USB capabilities as well as Bluetooth uh, connectivity, uh, onboard memory, so you can take your notes as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Great. Well, how can people find out more about you guys? The website has all kinds of good information, tutorials on how to use the Tactipad uh, software and such, as well as a trial version that people can try out, uh, and it's simply irie-at.com. Okay, very good. And a phone number? Phone number is going to be 888-308-0059. Great. Thank you very, very much, Kurt. Not a problem. Thank you. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu.
Hello everyone, this is Jeff Bishop again here at the ACB 2014 convention in the exhibit hall. And I ran into this wonderful woman here who wanted to shock me. Yeah, it's a company by the name of Hideow. That's right. So tell us a little bit about your company here. Well, we sell a TENS unit from like physical therapy and chiropractor. Uh -huh. They have a lithium battery, so it's tiny. Now Got it is electricity because it's an electrical pulse. That's why I said I'm going to shock you. Ah, so yes. I okay. I'm going to hurt you. Ah, I cause pain. She scared me. I can cause pain. All it is, I just crunk it up. So I'm okay. going to actually turn it on on you. You're not wearing a pacemaker. I am not. Ooh. Ooh, yes. That feels very good. That's it? Yes. She's put these little uh, probes on my, on my neck. Pads. Yeah, they're little pads. And... Uh, like it, it's vibrating on, on my neck here. Actually, it's electricity. It's I electricity, yes. Right She's shocking to me. Vegas. <laughs> Welcome to Vegas. It's the only place you get to mix pleasure and business together. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, so how much are these units? They're very small. They're she showed a, it to me. It, it it's fits in the palm battery, of your hand. Lithium battery. That's the only difference. The old one, you the regular battery. Uh -huh. um, and they fit in, the pack, in your pocket. So if yeah. you're on the road, flying or driving, mm -hmm. you have problems on your lower back, sciatica or diabetic. Yeah. Knees, legs, you can put it all over your body. Oh, that's Nobody great. Nobody have to know you have it on, put it inside your clothes. Yeah. Walk with it. Great. So How long does the battery last? Uh, it's rechargeable. It will last about 24-hour use. Just really? Just like cell phone. Wow. Your cell phone is open for 24 hours. The unit is only open when you use it. Right, of course. So it's good for 24 hours use. Okay. About once a month, depending how often you use it, you're going to recharge the unit. Okay. It comes with a USB charge, so if you're on the road, plug it in the laptop. Yeah, there you go. Okay, great. There's and a pair of shoes you can uh, hook it up to. If you have like neuropathy, fasciitis, diabetic. Oh, that's great, yes. Okay. And belt. That would be for like lower back, knees, or any round area. Yeah, like yeah. My, my wife loves your product, by the way. Well, she should. She, she came over here and she called me and she wanted this product. Say no to a free massage. And yeah, there you go. Free massage. Yes. It feels like two hands sound actually deep. Oh, it feels great actually. I'm gonna go just one level stronger. So okay, go ahead. Yes. Oh. This reminds me when we were in a car accident and we yep. went to the chiropractor and they did this on our back. That's exactly what they did. It's just a new one. Yeah, this is great. This is really really great. So you on four out of twenty. That's how strong. Really? Oh, okay. Well, let's try higher. Let's crank it up. Yeah. This is six. Crank me up. Yeah, ooh, ooh, I like it, ah. But you, when you go to a massage, you always get, them, they can go as deep. Yeah. Everybody is different. With yeah, exactly. Sun, you can go as deep as you need it to be. This is 10. Ooh, that's, that's a little, uh, yeah, you might want to back that off a little bit. That's actually a lot, because most people are about three to five. Oh, wow, that's, that's, that's pretty good stuff. So, how can people find out more about this wonderful massage that I'm getting standing in front of your cube here? Uh, the, the manufacturer webpage is idow, H-I-D-O-W.com. Okay. Uh, we are medical approved, FDA. You can get money back from the insurance and all these Oh, stuff. that's great. It's a okay. uh, type 2 medical approved, uh -huh. which means you don't need a prescription, but if you get it, you can have the money back. Um, online, just the unit itself is $400. The accessories are about $50 each. The chiropractor, most of them are still working with the old type, the 9-volt one. Right. So, so they're not working with this one yet. Okay. We are starting to get into them, but not all of them. So oh. if you want to get the newest and the new model one, online or seminars. And normally 450 if you buy it online. Just for the unit. And then $50 per accessory if you need them or not. Okay, so it's 450 plus 50 for the accessories. See, because I don't have the accessories. 
but my mother-in-law is diabetic, she have the shoes and the belt. Right, exactly. So it depends okay. what kind of problems you have. Not everybody needs it. Okay, very good. Okay, and do you have a phone number or anything like that? Um, no, they only go online. Okay. And it's idow.com. All right. That well, is the manufacturer, actually. Okay. And it's in St. Louis, Missouri. It comes with two years' warranty. Okay. That's great. If anybody want to be shocked, there. Oh, yeah. I it's, only it's great. abuse guys and never abuse ladies. Oh well, this, well, this is great. Uh, you know, you, you never know what you're going to run into in the exhibit hall, and this is this is charming. This is actually quite quite interesting. <laughs> well, thank you very 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 much, and uh, we appreciate your time. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. Hello everybody, this is Jeff Bishop here at the ACB Convention Exhibit Hall, and I'm here at Hadley with Ginger. Hello, Ginger. Hello, Jeff. First of all, what is Hadley? Hadley is a distance education school, and we provide correspondence and web courses that are kind of more geared towards continuing adult education, leisure, informational study. We do have an academic component, but most of it is for people who just want to keep studying throughout their lives. Oh, that's awesome. So what kind of courses do you have? You know, you have chess, right? People can take a chess course. Yes, we do. Mathematics and we we have courses in accessibility and the latest technology, in Braille literacy. Hadley is one of the largest schools for teaching Braille to people. That's great. We have business and employment, cooking and entertaining, independent living, and a number of recreation courses too, such as chess. Oh, that's great. That's really neat. And I was here while you were talking with another customer and you were talking all about your Hadley seminars. That's a pretty new addition at Hadley, isn't it? For about the last few years, we've been doing a web seminar every other week, and those encompass all kinds of topics, from cooking with chocolate, to fly fishing, to grilling, to business courses, to how to use your iDevice. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know you were doing them that frequently. That's great news. Fly fishing. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Wow, that's neat. Yeah. (laughs) Woodworking, too. Woodworking, wow, yes. that's um, interesting. If you're interested in getting the information, if you go to the website and sign up for the newsletter, you will get reminders of the topics coming up so you can participate. Okay. Or you can go back to the seminars at Hadley Archives and listen to the ones that we have kept recordings of. Oh, that's great. Now, how do people get involved with Hadley? All you need to do is go to the website and fill out an application. For uh, people and family members, it is uh, free of charge. There is no charge for the courses. Professionals pay a minimal fee if you're a school teacher that is working with a, a student. Okay, and do you have to show uh, proof of blindness or do you cooperate with NLS, for example? If you have proof from another agency, if you've worked with another agency, they can send a letter to us or a note that says, yes, you are, but otherwise, you know, we'd like an eye. A report, but you can have anybody just sign off on it. That that's in the field. That's a blindness professional. Okay. Does this also would also uh, disabled student resources type departments at universities be eligible to sign off on something like that, or do you need yes. an actual doctor signature? No, it, it, that would be fine. As a matter of fact, as a mobility instructor, I have signed off on a couple of them myself. Okay. All right. Very very good. Yes. That's great. So, how can people find out more about you guys? 
They go to www.hadley.edu for education. Right. And okay. that's all you need. Or you can find the 800 number and call the school, and anybody there would be glad to help you walk through it. All right. Well, thank you very, very much, Ginger. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Good luck to all you guys. Thanks. Hello, Main Menu listeners. This is Chase Crispin, and I am speaking with Jeff Bishop, who you've been hearing quite a bit from, from his interviews at the Exhibit Hall. And Jeff is here to talk with me a little bit about the convention and what went on there, and just to kind of wrap things up as we conclude our convention coverage. Jeff, welcome to Main Menu again, and once again, thank you so much for all of your hard work getting all the convention interviews together. Oh, it was a blast. We had a really good time doing it, and there were lots of great sessions at the convention, and a lot of them are up on the ACB Radio website found at acbradio.org slash acbconvention2014. All the uh, sessions are up there from the convention coverage, and then some of the presentations that were done outside of, of the general sessions were also recorded. So... Great, great stuff this year. A lot of fun. Had a great opportunity to meet people, including Jamie Pauls, who all of us know used to actually produce Main Menu at one time and actually never got to meet him in person. So got to meet him and his wonderful wife. It was a great opportunity to, to do that. So everybody should go to the convention. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wish I could have been there, but it was still good to get to hear everything that went on just because there was so much on ACB radio. So Thanks to you and Larry and everyone else that brought that to us from Las Vegas. Yeah, we'll try to do that again next year, too. Obviously, the highlight or one of the biggest highlights of every convention is the exhibit hall. And as we heard from the interviews you brought back, there was a lot going on in the exhibit hall. And I'm not sure if you got to interview all of the big vendors there or if there were some you didn't have time to get. But I'm kind of curious, what seemed to be the product of the show? What were people really excited about? Well, there's one, I think, that... Is, is very obvious because it, it was also talked about even at the NFB convention. And that was the Vario Ultra. And yes. in fact, we have a very extended interview with them all about that, about what, 35 minutes in length, something like that? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was really, really good. He went crazy. I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> it was awesome. And it was one of those things where he had me holding the device, touching it, and he would guide my hands around the device as he was describing it. And as you can tell from the interview, if, if you ever felt a MacBook Pro, that's what that thing felt like. You know, brushed aluminum, built like a tank. It looked really, really nice. The only thing I wish that it had was Wi-Fi so that you could do things like send a, a file from the iPhone to the device without having to connect a cable or anything like that. And yeah. the, you know, we'll see. I think you'll be able to do it eventually. Maybe I hope. There you know, could we'll, be. We'll just have Bluetooth to wait and see. File transfer. I wonder if that's something they've looked exactly. at. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's definitely Bluetooth. Because you can connect it, you know, to your iPhone or your iPad or whatever. So I'm hoping that they come up with a clever way of of, of doing that. I did ask him, as you can probably tell in the interview, if it was a secret chip, you know, similar to what we saw in some of the older uh, book players, you know, APH came out with their product, the Bookport Plus, but it didn't support Wi-Fi initially, Mm -hmm. but it had the chip in it. So I was eagerly hoping that maybe there was something like that, you know, that he could give us a first on, but unfortunately it doesn't. The other thing I I, I thought was interesting, and nobody seems to be talking about this, and I'm not sure why, because I was very excited about it, and that's this new 
tablet, this raised line drawing type of tablet from Perkins. And you probably could tell how excited I was about that. That really has a lot of promise for, you know, math and science and and all kinds of interesting things, schools. And it really looked very interesting. Yeah, it sounded Um, very interesting. And, you know, from a consumer standpoint, there's probably not a lot of need for it. But for the education market, that's a huge tool. I mean, it can be used in so many ways. Well, yes, and especially in STEM. Right. Yeah, you know, I definitely. think it's really important that we start looking at products that can really help ensure that blind people can get into science and technology and all of that. So it's really, really important. It's uh, one of those things that I left really smiling about when I left the convention hall at the exhibits. There was one really interesting. You, you just never know what you run into at these places. <laughs> and I, we, I even did an interview with it, but that, it was this hideout company. <laughs> I don't know if I didn't get that part of it recorded, but she she ran up to me just to give everybody sort of a, a better understanding as to why I, I sort of was a little crazy in that in that interview. She she walks up to me. This is the interview about the portable tens units. So and my wife bought one of these because it's something that actually she could really use. But this woman runs up to me and says, uh, hey, baby, can I shock you? <laughs> and I didn't even know I was near the booth or anything. I'm like, no, you can't shock me. Don't do that to me. You know. And uh, so I pulled out the recorder and recorded a, a little interview with her. And uh, that, was very, that was very fascinating. I've been to a lot of conventions and done quite a bit of interviewing, and I've never had that happen to me before. So did there so. seem to be more energy as far as things like that going on in the exhibit hall than you've seen at previous conventions? There seemed to be a lot more people in the exhibit hall than it really I've seen busy. in the past. Yeah, it was very busy. Even the last day, it seemed to be jumping you know, pretty good. And normally the last day, people are already boxing stuff up by 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, They're starting to get ready to leave. And yeah. That wasn't going on. You know, on Wednesday, got an opportunity to still catch a few interviews, even on the last day, which was nice. There were lots of uh, prescription drug type products, you know, Accessimed was there. And so we're seeing more and more of that, too, which is kind of interesting. Of course, Freedom Scientific was there. Google was there. I I did try to get an interview with them. And unfortunately, I I know we're still working on, on that process for main menu, but there's a little more involved process to get that interview. But I did try. I did try. And hopefully we'll have something from them I, uh, at some point. Yeah, exactly. I can talk a little bit about some of the things they were talking about in the booth. They okay. were talking about the new Google Drive. And before I left for a convention, I did not have access to this. But I do now. When I got back, I checked. And I do now. And, and the way that you get access to this is you log into drive.google.com. You sign in with your Gmail account or your Google account. And with your screen reader whether you're using JAWS or Window Eyes or VoiceOver, whatever your screen reader of choice is, you want to go to the Settings button and invoke that. And there will be an item there in the menu to turn on the new Google Drive. And it appears actually to be more accessible. So I would encourage everybody to try it and definitely let us know here at Main Menu what you think because I think it's something that we could definitely use a lot better especially with the pricing of uh, space on Google. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more competitive than, say, Dropbox. It really is. Now, yeah. you said the new Google Drive. You said accessibility is better. What else has changed? Well, they have enhanced stocks and sheets, but the big thing that they were talking about was, of course, this new Google Drive because this is an entirely new refresh. It looks all 
different. And the other products are basically getting small incremental changes. For example, better Braille support and things like that. They talk about it in, I think it's, I don't want to get this wrong. I think it's Tuesday in general session, but uh, people should go up and listen to the files that are up on the website. And there was a pretty good 10, 15 minute presentation by Google in the general session all about the, the new changes. I did try to get them to talk about Android L as it related to accessibility, but no one was there to talk Android, unfortunately. Were there any Android devices there to play with with TalkBack or anything like that? They had a Chromebook there. I didn't get a chance to really play with it. I just basically spoke to them in the booth. Mm -hmm. But I know Brian Charlson did, and he got an opportunity to spend about an hour or so with Google in the booth and really playing with the products and really getting an in-depth review of that, which is really good for him at the Carroll Center. So I'm sure, you know, that will be something that we'll be talking more and more about. The Chromebook's gaining more of a focus and getting more attention as it gains features and it gets more accessible. So I definitely think we will hear more about that. Yeah, I have a, an opinion about, about that in that, you know, of course, if you're using a Chromebook, you're going to use Chromevox mm-hmm. as the screen reader on that. And when I went to the Google Accessibility Summit, I had an opportunity to speak to them about that. And one of the big hurdles with that is, of course, you know, you have to learn the keystrokes of Chromevox, and that can be challenging for some. So I still think it's important that not just Google, but Microsoft and Apple and everybody work toward full accessibility with the tools that we use every day, regardless of, you know, the consumer should be able to pick what screen reader they want to use. It shouldn't be based on a proprietary product that supports a specific vendor, for example, Chromevox. Right. Um, I understand the need for Chromevox, and I fully get it from a technical developer perspective, in that this way Google can ensure that if they implement ARIA, that Chromevox is actually operating correctly the way that ARIA intended it to, as opposed to another screen reader's implementation of it, which may vary based on how they did the user interface. So I fully understand it, and, and I get it. It's just that I think that we want to make sure we're inclusive. And that was the message that I also left at BITS. I was the keynote speaker at the BITS luncheon on Tuesday of the convention. And one of the things I mentioned to them was that we need to make sure that we are involved in helping shape the future of the web and driving the innovation that's there. And we need to make sure that we encourage our AT vendors to work with Google and Microsoft and Apple and all the gig, you know the big players, making sure that the websites are going to work for us. Not only should they be accessible, but we should be able to be as productive as our sighted counterparts. And I think it's not going to happen unless we as consumers really push for that and, and make sure that we at least try to encourage as much communication as we possibly can. So it was fun. That's good, and I definitely agree about what you just said, and I think that's something that hopefully we'll be hearing more and more about people doing as time goes on. One of the other big changes that we're seeing within assistive technology right now and something that we get questions about every day here at Main Menu is the topic of mainstream technology versus assistive technology, or I see it a lot phrased as mm. iPads versus note-takers. Now, obviously, there were a few different note-taking devices in the exhibit hall. The Braille Note was there, the Braille Sense, uh, the new Vario Ultra, different Braille products. 
Did you yep. seem to see a focus away from these devices? Was there less business at the, say, for example, the Humanware booth with the Apex or the Hims booth with the Braille Sense than there was in previous years? Or is there still quite a following that you see at the convention with these products? No, I still think there's quite a bit of following in these products. You know, some people are, are still a lot more productive in a note taker realm, especially when you're dealing with editing of text and, and doing a lot of word processing. Mm-hmm. It can be challenging for some, say, on an iDevice. I mean, it can be done, but it's definitely not, and I tend to agree, I think, it's not as rich of an experience as, say, using Microsoft Word on a desktop, or even just using a note taker with a lot of the navigation that we're used to in that space. So I think it will get there. I think we're really close. I think there's a great movement in this space. There's just a few minor things that I think both Android and iOS could address that would make the experience complete. And once we do that, I think that it will get harder and harder to sell these note-taker type devices. But you know what? The iPhone is not the be-all, end-all product for everybody. And so these note-taker devices will still be around and the prices are coming down, but they're still pretty expensive and it's basic economics. I mean, they're not sitting on the shelf at Best Buy and having just lots of consumers buy these things. It's a pretty limited market. And so, you know, that's, that's what happens when you have that kind of situation. And I think, you know, I, I especially see within education, there's still a need for note-takers because you need something that not only is easy to use, but is fast. You know, you don't want to have to... Yes unlock your device and then go to the page four of your home screen and then find this app and then you want to be able to flip a switch and you're in the document where you left off and so i think you know there's a lot of people that if they're just web browsing and doing email and maybe reading books they can get by with an iphone or an ipad but in my opinion and you know not necessarily anybody else's the note takers will still be around is that kind of what you saw at the convention too yeah exactly i i think that's true for now i mean this could change we don't know what the future holds but for now there's something to be said for productivity, which is the key thing here. And, you know, if you're a student or if you're a really busy professional where, you know, you need to be able to get to a document quickly, then an iPad or iOS may not be the solution for you. It mm-hmm. just really depends. Really, this is something that is going to be driven by what each person's choices are to be, meaning that what is good for me is not necessarily good for someone else. So to sit here and say that note-takers are not good things or that note-takers are the be-all, end-all, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to be able to make their own decision on what works for them. And that's something across you know mailing lists and Twitter and things like that. People are really coming to that. I think when iOS devices were new, it was all about, you know, it's you use a note-taker or an iOS device. And now we're, I think, at least from what I've seen, we're seeing more people say, oh, I can use both, or I'm going to use my Braille note as a Braille display for my iPhone sometimes and things like that. So we're seeing people make their own choices more and not quite the polar argument that we had before is kind of what I've noticed. Right. Well, for example, if I'm in a meeting, I will use my iPhone or the Bluetooth keyboard and I will take notes in the meeting and then I'll sync them to Dropbox and then I'll tidy them up when I get back to my desk. If I'm making a presentation, I prefer to read it in Braille. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot harder to read things, even bolded lists of things you want to make sure that you cover. That's hard to do in speech when you're talking or if you are getting questions from an audience. That's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Braille really is a, 
a very key thing. And I think it's something that is, surely has to be emphasized. And I have a, a refresher Braille 18 for exactly that purpose. I don't have a note taker though. So for me, I get by with my iPad or my iPhone. It's perfectly fine. But my situation is a lot different than many others. I'm not a student. I'm not in a situation where I had to have immediate access to something right that second. Mm-hmm. You know, I can take the 20 seconds that it will take to pop open, pop open a document and get to it pretty quickly or even a minute. That, that, that's not going to bother anybody that I work with here. Very good. One other thing I was kind of wondering about, just because I didn't really hear anything, was there any representation of NVDA as far as screen readers at the convention? Well, there was at NFB, but I did not see anybody there at ACB. Okay. I did not, no. They could have been, but I just didn't run into them. Right. I just wanted to make sure that yeah. you know, they didn't make any announcements since the other major screen readers were there. I think this is our fifth convention special we've done. And for people that might have missed one of the shows or maybe skipped forward to hear our chat or anything like that, can we just go ahead and go through the biggest announcements or things we heard about about new products and updates that you saw at the convention just to kind of review for people? Wow. <laughs> I did, I did what, 25 interviews or something yeah. like that? Yeah, you won't have to go through everything. I'm just thinking, you know, uh, what are the um, big sure. highlights? Yeah, I'll, I'll hit the, the highlights. Of course, the, the Vario Ultra was the big one, mm-hmm. I think. The interview that I did with the Bureau of Imprinting Engraving was really interesting. And I think it was... Uh, fascinating to see what direction that they're heading in reference to accessible currency and the fact that they're going to be providing these these i-bills. I had one of the original i-bills and when I saw the new one I was really surprised how much smaller it was. It really was kind of shocking to me how different it looked because it didn't really look anything like the original one to me. Of course we had, you know, the stream humanware was there and they were talking about the stream and and that seemed to be a big thing there. They were talking all about the new firmware and all about the new downloading of content and all of that. Freedom Scientific was there. They were talking JAWS 16. They did not do a presentation at ACB for JAWS 16. If you want to hear more about that, I think that there may be some coverage floating around on the Internet on that. We can probably do some Googling. I know Freedom Scientific, of course, will have information on their FS cast coming out probably in August or September. So stay tuned for that. But... They were talking about the new way of, they've, they've sort of revamped, I'm not sure if it's revamping or, or in addition to doing searches for commands was one of the key things that they were talking about, sort of a, a glorified way of bringing up a dialogue and being able to search for something rather than having to poke around in the control center, which is still pretty quick to, to get that done. GW Micro was uh, there, of course, AI squared now. And they were talking Windows 9, at least a little bit anyway, about the all-new and revamped browse mode that's coming. Jeremy told us a little bit about that during the interview. We don't know when that's coming specifically, but that was a, a really neat thing that they talked about. Let's see. The new HIMSS devices? They were there, and, and they were talking about them, but they I didn't really see as big of a crowd when I would walk by there, I didn't see as many people there at the booth. Humanware had a lot more, at least when I walked by. Of course, this is all based on when I was there, of course. Mm-hmm. I didn't see as many people talking to them. But they were busy, that's for sure, because I had to come back. But what I would do when I was doing interviews is that if they had a couple of people waiting in line, then I would go find someone else to talk to because uh, I figured all oh, I only have so much time. And, and that actually worked out quite well. And uh, that worked out 
that worked out good. Uh, NLS, of course, was there, and they were talking all about uh, what's coming in Bard and all of that, and some of that was covered also in the general session at the convention. And so, yeah, of course, ACB has, just like probably NFB, although I haven't been to NFB in a very long time, they had a lot of smaller vendors. There was a guy there from uh, Guide Lights and Gadgets who had a 256-gig thumb drive. That really amazed me. Which I wanted one, and he had sold out of them, unfortunately. And he even had a 512 version of that for just a little bit more money, like $20 more. Wow. So if you want one of those, I'm sure you can, you know, order it from him. Did you get to see one? uh, I mean, are these, like, huge flash drives, or are these pretty normal-sized flash drives? Oh, they're pretty normal size. Wow. I didn't get to see one, but from what I understand, they're USB 3.0 capable things. Yeah, I, I was like, wow. And, yeah. and they're cheap, shockingly. So, of course, National Braille Press was there. And, of course, they're talking all about all the new books that are coming out. And they're getting ready for iOS 8. Of course, the new version of Mac OS X, Yosemite. They're getting ready for that as well. So, yeah, it was, it was good. I had a really good time getting to run around and, and, and record all of that. It was uh, a, a lot of fun. Great stuff. It was a lot of fun to listen to and put together, and I'm, I know that all of our listeners are enjoying it. We're hearing some good things about uh, everybody's really enjoying hearing all the stuff you brought back. So thanks yeah. again for doing it. Now, I am sure. kind of curious. I know that when you were hosting Main Menu years back, you did go to some conventions and do interviews for us from there. Are there a lot of differences in what you're seeing in the exhibit hall, say, this year at ACB compared to what you saw at conventions that you were at in the past? Or is it kind of the same environment? I think it's about the same, really. I mean, you know, we're seeing slightly different products now. And, of course, the landscape has changed a little bit with mobile. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more focus on, on portability and smaller devices and all of that. But the basic stuff is the same. You know, we're still using Daisy. We're still scanning. We're still using screen readers. We're, we still have low vision products, magnification. We have crazy people running around, shocking people. Although that did, we didn't have that years ago, <laughs> but we did have crazy people running around. There's always some of that mm-hmm. going on, but no, no, nothing quite like that. Little woman was. <laughs> she definitely got your attention. That's It'll for make sure. you remember this convention. You oh know? yes, it was. Yes, absolutely. I, I just hope I don't run into her next year. Not because I don't want to get shocked, but um, <laughs> it was it was something else. It was fun. Um, no, I, I really don't think that there's anything huge here. Uh, I don't know if we're going to see any major change in innovation in that way. For the next few years, I think what the innovation will be is lowering of cost. I'm not sure how how much we can really improve Braille, for example. Miniaturizing things will probably be be something that we see, you know. But but who knows? I mean, we didn't think we would have the iPhone either four right. years ago, five years ago. So who knows? Who who really knows? It's it's really interesting to contemplate what what the future might bring but no it pretty much was the same a lot of the same faces running around some new but a lot of the same people running around i I didn't see people at freedom scientific were all new to me i did not know any of them so there were definitely some new faces running around i think a lot of the people that we 
think of when we think of Freedom Scientific, you know, the Eric Damerys and all of that. I think they were at Psy Village. Yeah. That's that's probably why. All right. Well, before we wrap this up, you mentioned this at the beginning, but would you want to go ahead and give the rundown of just some of the major things that people can find on the ACB radio website from the convention and let people know where to find those again since there's so much out there? Sure. Yeah. So the best way to get there is to go to acbradio.org slash acbconvention.com. 2014. That's the direct link to all of the convention coverage. So you can download the general sessions and some of the recordings of the presentations that were done outside of that are also up there. Very good. Anything else about the convention or just technology in general? We've covered a lot here. Anything else you'd like to mention? Well, I think one of the really fun things about convention is being able to see people that you have talked with on Twitter for years that's really the fun part about convention, too, is meeting all of those people. Shannon Reese, who, of course, you hear on ACB Radio Interactive, got a chance to meet her, and we actually had an opportunity to go over and have dinner with her and her family. And we spent quite a bit of time with her and, of course, Larry Turnbull and a lot of other people. It was just a really great time. So if anybody gets the opportunity or if the convention comes near you where you live, definitely go and at least spend a few days and check it out because really it's a lot of fun and you, you tend to meet a lot of people that you hear their voices here on ACB radio or you talk to them on Twitter or on email lists, but you don't really get the opportunity to shake their hand and everyone should have that wonderful opportunity. It's, it's really neat. And also to see our ACB leadership at work. I thought Kim was marvelous this year at the convention. She was outstanding. She was. She did an excellent job. Well, and people have heard you quite a bit in the last uh, few episodes of Main Menu here. Where else can they hear you on ACB Radio if people want to hear your show? I'm heard on Saturdays from 6 to 9 Eastern on ACB Radio Interactive. Come give it a listen. And I'll be uh, producing more content for Main Menu here in the near future. So stay tuned for that. Very good. Well, Jeff, thanks for joining me here today, and especially, once again, thanks for all of your work at the convention. I can't believe how much content you brought back. I was amazed. We just kept getting more and more. So we covered, I think, everything that I thought of there. So thank you for doing that, and uh, thanks for being here today to ramp up convention coverage with me. Thanks, Chase. Thank you for listening to this Main Menu special production from the 2014 ACB Conference and Convention. We hope you've enjoyed the production as much as we have enjoyed bringing it to you. 